Welcome to episode 28 of Iron Man Talk, your weekly fix in all things Iron Man. Alright guys, so welcome along to Iron Man Talk episode 28 with Coach John Newsom and Bevan James Oz. Hey, you going, Good. It's the Kona Super Special. Super Special. Wow. Wait, sorry, because there's another news. So, <laughs> so we're doing it now. Yeah, we're, 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 we're a little bit early, but we want to build the excitement, oh, you know. It's exciting times in the Iron Man world, isn't it? It is. So anyway, this week uh, we've, got, we've got our news and we've got a few bits of news coming up, which is kind of cool. Not many race results because obviously there's only one race everyone's thinking about at this time of the year. Uh, coming up, we've got question marks. Question marks. So uh, that's kind of cool. We've got our discussion of the weekend. To be honest, guys, you were poor. We got to we got to lift the effort there. It really was. It was disappointing. But that's okay. Maybe none of us have been to Kona. Um, <laughs> we've got an age grouper of the week. We've also got a high five. And what's a high five this week, mate? High five is going to be John and Bevan's picks. Picks for Hawaii. It's a very mm. exciting times. We got website of the weekend, and then we've also got coach's corner, which is even more Hawaii stuff. <laughs> it's going to be uh, John and Bevan's. Tips for when you head over there and for race tips. And uh, <laughs> oh, there you go. There you go. Sorry, I got a bit excited about Hawaii there. And uh, then we've got questions and answers. Jeez, we haven't got many, mate. What's all that about? I'm, I'm holding them back. I, I'm thinking we're, we're, <laughs> we're going to be a full show today talking about Kona. Okay, then. So if we've sent a question through this week, you may not get answered until next week. But. Uh, I have a file at home on my computer, which is questions on hold. So if you have sent a question well, in, it has, it's, it's been, it's been filed. Been and, five uh, P's, we'll, get, we'll get to them. So one thing that is really exciting going into the news this week is that they've announced there's going to be another Iron Man in North America. Kentucky. Kentucky Derby. Yeah. <laughs> and I noticed on the on the page they actually had the horse races. Yeah, so I yeah. guess they're gonna go along that theme. Yeah. But it's uh yeah. So let's have a look at it. Well, it's gonna be in August the twenty sixth, um, next year, obviously, and you can qualify for Kahona for in there, which is kinda of cool. Mm-hmm. Uh anything else? There's plenty of pros and cons, and I, I did see a few comments on um, on a forum the other day. You know, the, the, the good thing is, there's another race, yep. so people can get out there. Especially and, in North America, and we're yeah. talking about how that's so hard at the moment. And so you can get out there, you can do a, an Ironman race, uh, not that there is a shortage of Ironman distance races in, in North America. Yep. You can get out there and do an Ironman. Um, I think it's it's going to be great for pros, you know, the... Um, it's going to be another race where pros can go and earn some money. Yep. Uh, it is going to mean, you know, that's, there's that continue, continued sort of weakening of the pro fields. So you're not going to get those really strong fields. But at the end of the day, it's going to mean that more pros can make a bit more of a living out of it. Yeah, and if we can get the, kind of the second tier pros making some more money, it's going to keep them in the game. And, and in our sport, time is a good thing. So the longer they stay in the game. Mm. Mm. So that, that's um, pretty positive. So is, uh, it, is it the same weekend as Canada? It's got to be very close. I don't know the exact dates, um, but it's got to be very close to Canada. So, I mean, Canada's full already, so it's, it's not going to affect any other no. Ironman races. I guess on the downside is it's um, it's pretty close to Kona, like Canada and, and like some of those later on races. You know, if you're racing at end of August, you do qualify and mm. then to back up for Kona, um, pre- pretty difficult. But um, But, hey... You know? Yeah, I suppose it depends on the goal, isn't it? If you're if you're a pro, it's you know definitely difficult. Or if you're a age grouper who's just trying just to, wanting to make yeah, it and just have yeah. the experience, then maybe it's not so bad. But if you're looking for a peak performance, you know it's probably not the easiest place to qualify and then go on to race. But mm. hey, you know, um, good stuff on Ironman for for getting another race rolling. And um, I'm sure they like it. brings more money in. Brings more money, you know. But but I, I think there's a, there's a lot more positives come out of the negatives. Yeah, sure there are some negatives, but I think um, the fact is 
you know, it's a supply and demand thing. People I'll, be, I'll be fascinated to see uh, how it sells. They're saying basically they can get 2,100 athletes here, so it'll be interesting to see. Mm. I imagine it'll sell out pretty quickly because, you know, it's just so hard to get into races. I think so. There. And, uh, you know, as far as the course goes, I've uh, spoken to a couple of uh, my athletes I coach in the States. They seem to think it's going to be, you know, a bit rolling on the bike, which is good. You know, you don't really want a flat course. You just have all sorts of drafting issues and, uh, you know, the hills do break it up a bit. So so that's good. Um, who knows where the swim's going to be? You know, swim's a swim. And uh, and I'm not too sure about the run, yep. but we'll, we'll see how it goes. So we're looking forward to that. Next August. Big, I think the big news, this is probably the big news of the week, is that Tim DeBoon's out of Kona. Yeah, stress fracture. Mm, it's kind so, of sad. Yeah, I've, uh, he's kind of just gone off the boil a little bit in the last few years. Yeah. Um, so I think, I can't remember if he finished last year. I think he may have pulled out and he had um, had some other fairly major health issues. So, uh, you what know. What to DeBoon? Because he was kind of like going to be the next Alan, wasn't he? He kind of well, came on strong and won a couple of Konas and... He followed, you know, if you look at his background, he started as an age grouper and sort of came through the age group ranks oh, really? and, um, you know, racing for, for America as an age grouper and then moved up and up and up and up. And so, he's, you know, he's obviously got a lot of volume in his legs and, and that's probably why he does does do well in Kona. You know, you look at the guys that do well at Kona, um, a lot of them are just guys that have been around for a long time, people like Cameron, um, people like Chris McCormick. Uh, they've been doing it for years and years. People like Jürgen Zach always did well. Thomas Hellregel, they're pretty consistent just because they've been in the game for so long, and that's what it, it generally takes to do to do well at Ironman. So, been around a long time, and he's obviously smashing the bejesus out of himself, mm. and um, maybe just smashed it a little bit too hard and, and got some stress fractures. So, hopefully, he comes back. You know, he has um, won the race a couple of times. So, it was interesting. I was reading an article on him. Um, I think it was on Ironman.com, and uh, it was just interesting because this was going to be his year. You know, it's always the way mm. you know, the story was. Oh, he was feeling strong, and this was going to be his year. So. Yeah, maybe not. He wasn't going to make my top five <laughs> picks anyway. Neither, because so. I've made them yet, but that's okay. <laughs> um, oh, now this is a big week. Um, 70.3 World Champs in Florida. Ironman Corporation have only just released the course about five weeks before the race. Now, that's a bit of, a, bit of an average. Yeah, so, so good on you for, for getting Kentucky rolling. Yeah, but, yeah um, getting the plus there, but you're going down. You're going down. Downtown. <laughs> yeah, I think that's pretty weak. You know, they've been promoting the 70.3 series all the time. You look on the website and there's it, going to Clearwater and the bloody course wasn't announced. It, that's really poor, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, the thing is, you, everybody knows it's going to be a pretty flat course because it's in Florida. Yep. Um, but I understand there are quite a few little bridges um, which you've got, to, you've got to climb over to break things up. But I just think... Um, yeah, one, it's a bad thing not having the race announced until about five weeks before. But two, I just think they're going to have all sorts of problems with that race with drafting. Um, it's a flat course, and to have a, a championship race on a flat course, I just think it's going to be a shit fight on the bike. And I wonder what kind of numbers they have to that. I, I think they'll have big numbers. Yeah, no, I think they're going to have big numbers. Uh, you know, they've had a lot of qualifying races. A lot of people have qualified. Um, so, so I think they'll they'll have a big field. Yeah, maybe this is a discussion we can have in the future. Is uh you know world champion qualification slot to seventy point three that special? Well, first year, I don't think it is. I think they've been giving out a lot of slots, yeah. and I think a lot of people have just I think it's rolled down a long way and things like that. So I think it's something that's going to take a bit of time to build mm, up. Mm. Um, I like to call it the seventy point three champs instead of the seventy point three world champs. Oh, okay, because uh, it, it you know it's, it's yeah. like the World Series baseball. Yeah, not really World Series, but uh. That's my view. Careful, careful. <laughs> Back it up. I'm not, I'm not backing it up. <laughs> okay, then well, one thing that is really cool for Ironman New Zealand is that for some reason or another, we can't really figure it out, that uh, 10 extra Kona slots has been allocated to that race for next year. So that's, yeah. that's kind of cool. It is. For the and, people um, doing that race, obviously. 
good stuff for the Kiwis. I mean, there's a lot of slots available at New Zealand, and mm. the race doesn't fill up, so you can be guaranteed, you know, most year, well, every year up until this year, uh, you can guarantee you get into the race. Yep. Um, good it's, it's, it gets a lot of international field for that reason, doesn't it? Does. It does. Mm. Uh, you don't have to qualify. We get a lot of Aussies coming over. Uh, other positives is it's a nice early season race uh, so you can qualify and that's what's good about you know racing in New Zealand you qualify early and then you've got you know a yeah. good six months or so to get ready for Kona so you can get in, in top shape for that um, it's a nice course it's a good nice course, course. good challenge you, you know. get to meet Bevan and John well that's what I was going to say the best thing about it is Bevan and John going to be there next year <laughs> so change your plans change and, uh, your life <laughs> So, so that's so an extra ten slots. Um, I'm not quite sure what the distribution is going to be like. I think it's probably, probably just be spread fairly evenly across uh, yep. across the age groups. But uh, where are these slots coming from? You know, um, yeah. I, I assume they're not having more people racing in Kona. Uh, there's these seventy point three races you can qualify at. There's another Ironman race you can qualify at. So, so you would assume that somewhere's got to be losing spots for us to be getting extra spots. Mm. So. Who knows? It's spotty, you could say. It is a, it's a spotty issue. It's a spotty issue. And the other thing, I got an email from um, one of the athletes I coach, and uh, he was saying that apparently if you raced in Ironman New Zealand last year, you're going a special draw if you're backing up again this year to go to Kona. I just think it's some sort of prize package. Oh, I think that's cool. Which is good because uh, they've got a lot of bad vibes going around. Mm. Um, and the mm. other thing they're sort of commenting on was they, they do have a, uh, a better... Um, contingency plan this year they're not going to have a lay day um so you know if the race does get canned on the saturday for or whatever reason they're not going to rerun it and uh it sounds like they've got a, a better contingency plan and and this this particular athlete that i was uh sort of talking to he was pretty annoyed he's saying, saying they should have a lay day but you know financially uh, yeah, it's, it's probably just not feasible but um i think what people want is to have a really clear message saying the swim's cancelled. This it's is what's go. happening, yep. and yep. that's what happened in Korea uh, earlier this year. And you know, it was a it was a bit of a shame, but hey, they they got on with things. And they saw it the full bike and full run. And I think the thing is, is okay, sure, New Zealand was a bit of a disaster last year, but at least they've learned from the experience and maybe mm. taken action <laughs> forward. It was interesting. I was talking to a friend who uh, was in New Zealand, and she trained really, really hard, and she was heartbroken because that was probably yeah. her life's chance to do yeah. Ironman and you know and so yeah but I anyway. know a lot of people like that yeah Epic Camp New Zealand Epic Camp New Zealand still spaces available I'm, I'm well in, in, in the planning stage now so if you do think you're up for the challenge get in contact with us through epiccamp.com so we have talked wicked. a lot about Epic Camp over the times early on in the episodes but just to quick recap what is it mm. basically a 12 day test of your killer killer test killer test um, you know, you're looking to push yourself uh, to the absolute limits and training with some of the very, very best athletes and uh, coaches in the world. John Newsome. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and along with Scott Molina and Gordo Byrne and, uh, and co. And, uh, you know, coming down to New Zealand doesn't get much better than that. The scenery is going to be fantastic. Yep. Oh, oh my phone. Um, give, back I it get, up. Back, back it up. I get, I get given grief. I'll and, off. <laughs> we should... Sorry. We should have a, a cell phone bar in here. Yeah, sorry about that. Um, and the other thing I was just going to mention, you know, the, the Epic Camp, the standard is um, fairly high. You know, uh, to qualify, you've really got to be around about you know ten and a half hours or, or quicker. We sometimes just let that slip out a little bit if you really can prove to us that you, you you're worthy to come on the camp. Um, if you if you if you're not quite up to that standard, and you do sort of want to get a little bit of an epic experience, um, one of the guys who helps us out on the camp uh, in Europe. Um, who we interviewed a while yeah, ago. Yeah, we interviewed him when you were over in France. Yeah, Ian yeah. from um, per- Pyrenees Multisport. He's yep. he's running sort of a mini a mini version with uh, sort of in the the um, the Pyrenees there over in France, and it's going to be just a little mini 
excursion like Epic um, and for, for slightly slower athletes. So if you're interested in that, uh, check out PyreneesMultisport.com and uh, Ian's top bloke, so he'll uh, be sure to help you out there. And uh, great place to go and train. Nice. So uh, last weekend we only really had one race we could find and that was... How do you say it? Ibiza. I, no. Ibiza. 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 Oh, I've got to spit over the microphone. Ibiza. So the Ibiza race was on, but we didn't seem to see that the results were up there, but it was uh, sort of a, the Nice distance or the ITU distance, 4K swim, 120K bike and 30K run as Bevan chows into his yogurt. And, <laughs> I went for a ride this morning and I got a bloody flat tire. You wouldn't uh, believe it. I got a flat tire. Just, we, we went on this ride. There's a pack ride. It's kind of called the Cop Ride in Christchurch. And, or Millionaires um, Club. Millionaires Club. And uh, it was it was just way too many cyclists here. So it was a huge pack. And then I got a flat tire just as the hills were coming. I was really attacked like crazy. And, uh, I didn't even know Bevan was there. You see, my tactic, Bevan had the tactic that he was going to sit on the front of the pack and I hadn't even seen him at the start. <laughs> and so I basically sat about 30, 30 metres off the back so I could at least get a little bit of a workout on the, the first sort of 30 k's of the ride. And... Um, and then all of a sudden, I see the cyclist coming, whizzing, whiz, whizzing through the pack. Puncher, puncher! And there's Bevan, and I just said, oh, mate. I've never, I've never met anybody in the world who gets as many punches as Bevan. Oh, it's been a bad season. But the funny thing was, then I met up with Karen Balance, who's, um we interviewed earlier on in I Mean Talk. And uh, she's off to Hawaii next week, hoping to do a top 10. So bring it on, Karen. Mm. That's why I met up with her and another guy called Ted. And uh, we did some main sets, and it was great. It was good. Mm. So, yeah. Right. Anyway, Karen um, can get that swim bike <coughs> sorted out there. She can uh, do some damage on the run, I think. So we'll yeah, hopefully. Well, she's uh, saying she's never felt better. So cool. that's really encouraging for her. Um, so in races coming up this weekend, we can't really find much, to be honest. No, there's there probably a few half Ironmen sort of scattered around the place. I'm sure there's a little bit starting to, to heat up in Australia. But, um, you know, in terms of the Europeans, it's pretty much uh, gone ski mm. the season. And for, for the sort of North America, especially for the North, you know, Canada and uh, North and North America, it's sort of starting to quieten down. There's. Uh, We've got the Great Floridian coming up on the same day as um, Hawaii. Hawaii, which yep. would be which would be a good one. And then we've got a few sort of uh, Ironmans coming after that. After that, we've got Florida, and we've got obviously the seventy point three champs, and then uh, Western Australia. And then I guess after that's probably uh, Malaysia. I'll probably think that'll probably be the next yeah. one. And then we roll on to New Zealand. Bring on New Zealand. So uh, we uh, had our discussion last week, and John came up with an idea which I thought was absolute gold. I thought we'd have like fifty thousand comments. We got. Six. And two of them were, <laughs> two of them were for me. Two of them were John and one was complaining. <laughs> so so come on, he's got someone else must have gone to Kona. So We know you're out there. Uh, I was disappointing. One of the person he'd only done a seventy point three, which again, Glenn, thanks for those great feedback, but you know, like yeah, so weak guys. <laughs> but we did get some good comments there. Ross made Ross some came really good points. Ross, Ross came to the party. Ross, you win. Yeah, you're, you're top of the top of the pile. Mm. Um, Ross had some really good comments. You know, you want to be aiming to get over there about ten days prior to the race. That that's sort of the ideal. Uh, if you're coming from the southern hemisphere, probably a bit more. If you're coming from a hot climate, you could probably do just a tad less. Yep. Um, and he's just got some. I, mean, I, I almost think we shouldn't tell people about this just to force them to come yeah. and come and look at this page. Look on the blog, and because you don't, you have to click on the ads twice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, thanks very much for your points there, Ross. We're probably going to cover most of those when we um come to our section later on, but. You do want to go have a look? Go through the website, click on the blog, go over and read what Ross has to say. Good stuff, and also clean right on with that. Yeah. Um, so it was quite funny because Steve's last name was Ross. Oh, mate. Ross and Steve Ross. There you go, Might be brothers. It could be. <laughs> um, could be same person. Same person. Um, what about? Sorry, could be Bevan. <laughs> Bevan's making up names. I'm going just, on just, I'm just making up stuff here. I tell you, she's only got one comment. Um, okay, so this week is a good one. Do we think, or do you think, um, you should be able to qualify for Kona at a 70.3 race? 
Uh, I know it's it's a hot topic. It is a hot topic. You know, seventy point three isn't an Ironman, and there's a lot of Ironman races where people are trying to qualify really hard. And so the question is, should they, you know, should they be giving away seventy three point three slots? So mm. we're just going to leave it at that for now. And give us some reasons, you know, why and why not, not just no, yes, yeah, no, yes. Yeah, give us yeah. some reasons. And, uh, yeah, and um, yeah. so we'll just leave it at that. Age Grouper of the Week. We're backing it up a little way for the Age Grouper of the Week we this week. We are backing it up because there's, there's no races, so... So what we did is, uh, John, it was John's suggestion, actually, go back to Hawaii last year, and I, I kind of looked at one thing that was really, really cool, and one thing they've done really well, if you raced Hawaii last year, actually, I've got it here on PDF, John, um, they've got the results, have you seen the results that they did as a PDF? Haven't. And they've done it really, really well, it's really well presented, and it's got all, like, pictures from all the top guys coming through, and it's just really nice, and you can download that from ironman.com, um, see, it's quite pretty, and, oh, very nice. well, you know, like, it's, you know, it's kind of cool, I kind of like pretty things, so, uh, see that pretty thing right there? Yeah, yeah she, she passed me in the start of the run. Did she? I was, I, was, I was running out of transition and everybody was cheering for me. And I'm going, why are they cheering for me? I'm having a crap day here. And then Natasha Badman was running next to me. Uh, bad luck, Chuck. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so I went through the results. So for those of you who raced last year, go download it because it's, it's really quite nice. Um, and one thing I thought I'd do is I'd actually choose a dis- disabled or physically challenged is what they call it. And Andrew Eldridge from Oz, I've put... Um, he came in at 12 hours 28. Now, I'm not sure what was actually wrong from him. They didn't give him much of a description into what was wrong with him. But he swam a 135 um, bike. Again, I'm not sure if he was bike or if he was in one of those. Oh, on the bike, you've got to do the, um, with your hands sort of cranking like a Like crank. a new boat. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then on the on when you're on the, the run, wheelchair you're yeah, wheelchair. Sides. Yeah. So uh, how that must be hard work on the bike. Oh, I imagine, mean, on the bike section. Just imagine the whole thing. Your arms. Are... So he did 623 on the right. Or on the bike section, and then did four fourteen on the marathon section. But I don't know if he was a wheelchair athlete. I think he may have been just a physically oh, yeah. challenged. So he may have been a lost limb, yeah, yeah. or something like that. Because the wheelchair athlete wouldn't have done. Yeah, you would have thought that have a, a very quick time on the. Um... So um, I'm always impressed with those guys. I remember the first time I did my Ironman. Now maybe my second one, and I qualified for Hawaii, and I was feeling really good for myself. And this guy beat me by about half an hour in one leg, and, uh, <laughs> and I was just like. That's impressive, eh? So, um, you know, I think that's one thing that our sport does seem to attract people who have had physical challenges or are in wheelchairs. And, uh, and you know, it's also when I did Hawaii, Dick Hoyt was there. And, uh, you know, you're feeling really great about yourself and you think you're a bloody legend, you know, yeah. you're doing Hawaii Ironman. And then for guys like these to come along and do it as well is just really, really impressive. So, uh, Andrew Elbridge, you are our, our age, age group, group of, of the week. week. One, two, three, four, high five. All right. Yeah, normally we give tips at this time of the day, but today we're not. It's different because it's our so, Hawaii it's Kona, a, Kona Special. Super, super, Kona Super Special. <laughs> Kona Super Special. So, but all over the screen now. <laughs> we're just spinning. We're like Daffy Duck. Um, so so we're doing our picks, basically. We're going to pick who we think are going to win. We, yeah. we did used to have a feature called the uh, Triathlon <laughs> Trifecta Tantalizer, but... Given that I've absolutely given, I've embarrassed Bevan basically on this feature. We've decided, uh, and, and there's no coming back. I, I think my, I just, I've got an unassailable I, I, lead. I don't remember that feature. So, <laughs> when did we do that? So we're just going to go for our picks. You know, the points are out the window. It's just too far behind. And uh, one thing I'm just go. noticing now, I'm just looking. Paris Sultan's only 28. Yeah, no, he's. Uh, I, I had a look at his results. I think a, fir- a couple of years ago he got seventh. And then he got third, and then he won. Wow! So yeah, pretty quick progression there. And you know, you look—you know—he's probably got another six, seven years in the game at least. Yeah. You know, he's obviously got a big future, so that's kind of cool. He's Cam Whitoff, thirty-seven. He's getting on. Yep. So, and then you got King Glaris. We're noticing King Glar. King Glaris a living legend, isn't he? Forty-two, still yeah. a pro. Yeah. Still doing. 
Yeah. God, he must find it hard to walk. He just about chanted all over me last year. Yeah, there you go. There so, you go. Anyway, sorry. righty-ho. Progress. So we'll, uh, we'll start with the fellas. Okay, well, I'm picking, I'm picking Cam. He's taking it. Okay, I'm picking Cam as well. And then I'm just doing it as I'm doing it, but I reckon Chris McCormick. That's what I've got second as well. Oh, back it up. Back it up. Al Sultan third. That's what I've got. <laughs> okay, can I get the fourth? No, the fourth is going to be, no, you're not going to get my fourth and fifth. Okay. Well, you might do. Well, you're going, you're going all wild man, are you? I'm going for a, I'm going for a, for a dark horse. Not, not, not that dark a horse, but a bit of an outsider for fourth. Okay, well, I might go Chris Leoto. Okay, you like him. You always pick yeah, him. Yeah, I know. He never does anything for me. Actually, I'm not going to go for him. <laughs> back, <laughs> back it up. Uh, Oscar Galenzi. Oscar Galenzi. That's not a bad pick. Yep. Getting on. He's 35, though. I'm going for Reynard Tissing, South African. Ooh. He's had a bit of a quiet, quietish year. Yeah. He's on fire last year, and I thought he was going to do well, but he, he's going for fourth. And then I'm going to go Wardoff. And you're going to Wardoff for fifth. Yep. Okay, I'm going for uh, Rudka Biki for fifth. Ooh, so you got, uh, we did, you got fourth last year. <laughs> Blew off a bit on the run, but he was, he was, he was right up there for a while. It's going to be interesting with those guys in that race, isn't it? It's going to be pretty fascinating to see. Yeah, I think it is going to come down to those three, either Maka, um, Cam, or Farris to take the win. You know, we've got our picks, but I think those three... But what about old... Um, who's the guy who won it a couple of years ago? Um, <laughs> Luke Van Leer, maybe? No, 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 no. Um, the German guy. Um, Norman Sadler. Norman Sadler, yeah, could yeah, be well, there. Yeah. He's, he's either on fire or he's... Uh, he's, he's well, he's got to get the bike, doesn't he? Yeah, and if it's really, really windy on the bike, you know, that's going to increase his chances. Um I think Cam, for Cameron to win, he's going to have to run close to 2.45. Yep. He's going to have to be there on the bike, and then he's going to have to run very close to 2.45. Last year, he only, only ran 2.55. The runs were, were a bit slower last year. Um, but and it was a bike, wasn't it? That yeah. He was, I was going to get away. But he, um, you know, each time he does get second or third, he's often a bit of a distant second or third. Mm. Um, he's not like he's just behind. Yeah. So I think he is going to really have to lift his game, going to have to run to his best, and he's going to have to have everything. You know, it's going to have to be a perfect day. And if he has a perfect day, I think he's got a pretty good chance at winning it. Um, interesting to, to watch Macca. He's just had a, you know, just we were reading last week, he's had a second baby. So that'll have either be a real positive thing for him or it could be, you know, a bit of a could distraction. Yeah, definitely. Um, he may kids. not have got Ooh. the training in. Don't have kids. Barisol Sultan's been a bit off off colour this year. You know, he's, he's been beaten a couple of times. He was very, very dominant last year. You know, he won Arizona and he uh, then he obviously went on to win Hawaii. Um, Macca beat him in, in, uh, Roth. in Roth. Yep. Um, and I think he had he didn't do very well in South Africa either. So you know he could be on fire. He could just have a bit of an off year. We did mention a few weeks ago when we were looking at the um, X Tri picks just how awesome this is. Uh, mm. And for me, I just I look at the, you know our picks here. Look at those guys. Those are our, those are our rock stars, don't they? Those mm. are the guys we look at and we're just like whoa. And uh, again, it's a pity we don't see more of this. But you know, like one thing that is iMan.com do tend to have live coverage of the race, so mm. um, get your broadband happening and uh, make sure mm. you, you you know, like I did, I'll book out the day basically, and I'll sit down and watch as much of it as I can throughout the day, especially mm. the run section, you know, because mm. that's when it really starts to kick in. Yeah. So um, yeah. So on the chick side of things, chick side of things. Okay. Well, Bateman. You're going for Bateman. I'm mm. going for Bateman as well. Yeah, just... X-Try picked um, Michaele Jones. Yeah, for, um, interesting. Badman, she, she, how old is she? She's getting on too. 39, well, yeah. That yeah. Can, well, yeah. So, but I mean, she's just been incredible. You know? She's an amazing athlete, We, we talk about um, Newby Fraser as being, you know, incredibly dominant over yep. the years, but Natasha Badman, how many times? She, she's won it must have six times or something yep. like yep, that. Yeah, six, because she's equal to her now, hasn't she? Yeah, so she's just phenomenal. Um, just a machine on the bike. Um, has fun out there, you know, obviously a little bit on the loopy side. She's <laughs> yeah. But, um, but yeah, no, she's a machine. So we're picking her to take one more yep. time. Yep. And, uh, you know, hopefully she goes out on top. If she wins another one, I'd like to see a retired go out on top. 
Yeah, yeah. It's always sad when you see people trying to prolong things and they just start. To... Yeah, well, that's a when, when do you give up? Eh? It's always yeah. a tough question, isn't it? Yeah. Um, Kate Major for me for number two. Oh, okay. Oh, I'm going for Michaela Jones for second. Nice, and I'm going to pick my Kiwi girl, Lawn at third. I've got I've, I'm going for Joe Lawn at third, and you're yeah. going Michaela Jones. Okay. Um, big big drop. She was she just about took it last year. Yeah, I know, I'm going she's for going to uh, fall over. Yeah, Joe Lawn <laughs> third, uh, and I'll go for jo- Joanna's. I hope she's racing. Is Joanna Zyga racing? Did you did you do your piece? Yeah, mate. yeah, mate, she's there. There we go. Joanna Zyga. She'll be leading after the swim. Well, Probably I'm actually going to go um, a Granger. Granger? Oh, you like a bit of Granger? I like a bit of Granger. Yeah, and I'm going for uh, Kate Allen. Uh, have, you, have you done seven, six? No, no, I've done five. Back it up. What'd you do? Tasha, again. Tasha Badman, yep. Kaylee Jones, Joe Lorne, Joanna Zyga, and Kate Allen. Okay. Kate Allen was the Olympic champion. She can run like a demon. Yeah, but that's a problem. <laughs> no, no, she's gonna, she's gonna rip him up. One thing, and the other cool thing about this as well is that the profiles are huge. Yeah, they are big profiles. You know, we're looking on the chick side of things. We've got about 40, 50 girls, mm. and on the guys' sides, we've got probably about a hundred or so. Yeah, now that's cool. Yeah, yeah, it's the best of the best. Mm. Yeah, I mean, you do get a lot of guys that don't go there, but um, the the very, very best, best guys do go there. Um. But yeah, on the chick side of things, um, I think a lot of people are expecting another Natasha versus Michaela Jones battle. Yep. And it will be interesting to see if that eventuates because Natasha Babin will always be a long way behind after the swim. Michaela Jones is, a, is a, a real crack swimmer. She's right up there and she'll be up there with a lot of the, the top guys. She'll probably be in the lead bunch, uh, lead sort of main bunch coming out of the swim. Jo Lorne, she's, she's improved all around and she's just... I think she's gone fourth and fifth the last couple of years. Yeah, um, she won she had, Roth this year. She had a good win in Roth. Um, and and who I, was, she beat someone decent there too, didn't she? Beat Belinda Granger, who yeah. you picked. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so I think, uh, you know, she's just got to improve slightly and I think she, she'll hopefully get up onto the podium. Joanna Zyga has been a pretty strong athlete all around, fantastic swimmer, very good runner, and if she can put in a good bike, um, very, very gutsy athlete by all accounts. And uh, I'm just going to talk about my picks, not Bevan's. <laughs> Kate Allen, like I said, Olympic champion. If she's on the ball on the bike, she, you know, she my could be... My athletes are talking on the day. Yeah. <laughs> but no, Belinda Granger, um, good athlete. You know, she's, she was not that far behind Joe Lorne and, um, and Roth. Yep. And Roth, and she's had, uh, you know, she's been pretty consistent in Hawaii. I think she got about uh, sixth or seventh last year. Very strong on the bike, reasonable okay swimmer, and, and sort of chugs along on the run. So she she should be there or thereabouts. I think the other thing as well is that John and I have made our picks, but the, you know we're leaving out so many good names, and mm. uh, you know just the fact we didn't even talk of Sadler. Uh, yeah. You know, like this again. This is the great thing about this race, and it's so exciting is that yeah. the, you know we've just got so many guys of the five we picked. You know, potentially none of them can make the top five. You know, yeah. like it's it's likely that some of them will, but. You know, and that's We've got people like Abel uh, Abel Tornston, who was who I think he got fourth a couple of years ago. Yeah. Uh, Alan he had Johansson, who you know beat Cameron at Ironman New Zealand. Tom Evans, incredible race at Canada last year. Um, you know, we could list off loads of names. Thomas Hulry was there; he'll probably go Rukabiki. top top ten. Rukabiki, but he's one of my picks. Patrick oh, Patrick Verne, he, he's always good. Stefan Volkovic, uh, he went very well in Canada a few years ago. You know, the names keep keep on coming. You picked Cam Whitoff; he's always there or thereabouts. Inglar. <laughs> and whatever just lastly before we move on it's interesting I'm just looking at the list here and it's interesting pretty much all of them are over 30 yeah mm. we've and, got and, and basically in the top kind of and this has just been seated in the top kind of like 20, 30 that we're looking at here I can see maybe 4 that are under 30 mm. Mm, so it's a tough you know it's, it's it's a tough place to make money you know the, the, the top 10 you know it pays okay for the top 10 but um, yeah, so what is the prize money what do they make 
Uh, I think hundred US to win. I think it is. Yeah, and, and I think I think seconds. I think tenth is about ten thousand yep. something like that. Um, I'm, I'm thinking. Uh, you know, it's 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 okay money. Um, mm. but you know, it's a world it's championship. Better than any other it's yeah. better than any other race, but. Christ, man, you should be going deeper than that at a world championship. You know, we, we mentioned there, you know, it could be up to how many pro guys are there, Bevan? You do, uh, quick, do a quick about, scroll down. I think, <laughs> I'd say there's probably about 100. Yeah, it's about 100. Yeah. It's 94. I counted them. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, Rosie's gone. Good right, shit, Rosie. Rosie. Go, Rosie. Come on, Rosie. Rosie, I'm, I'm rehashing the picks. Rosie's taking the win. <laughs> Rosie's taking it. Cameron Rosie. A four um, draw. <laughs> so, you know, it would be nice to see it paying down about 20 deep or so because yep. the, the caliber of athletes, I think they deserve that sort of money. Christoph Maus, just another name I've seen there. He's won Ironman races. Uh, you know, some fantastic names. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so um, real shame, and and you'd hope a lot of these guys, you know, a lot of them may go because their sponsors give them good money to go and race in Hawaii yep. because they sure as hell a lot of them might be getting a payday. Mm, mm. So yeah, so, so that's uh, yeah, that's a high five picks. Yeah, yeah. If you want to, while you're doing your blog comment on the seventy point three, put your five picks in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, we just hold that back for next week. Okay, okay. Don't do that. So, so get your you get your picks ready, <laughs> and uh, we'll, we'll we'll put them up there next week. Beautiful. There's a chocolate fish for anybody who gets it 100% right. But you won't get it because I can't deliver it. So. <laughs> <laughs> Website of the week. So we got an email this week from Pete. Pete's pretty. Pete's up there with Brim and Ray. I tell you, there's a few out there, and I just, you know, those good contributors to the program. We love these people. Now, Pete sent us through a website of www.bikely.com, uh, mm. and uh, basically what it is, it's it's kind of they use Google Maps. Mm-hmm. We had a running one a few weeks ago from um, Ogla, Ogla, right? Ogla, my mate's girlfriend. Yeah. Ogla. Yeah, 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 and uh, and she sent a running through one. It was kind of similar, but this one's a bike one. And do you want to explain? Because you've actually contributed. Oh, I've, I'm a, I'm a contributor. Done I've done something. I've been on the blog this week, and I've been on that website of the week feature. I've you been, do more than you deserve. I, tell I know. You. I'm putting in, putting in the time. Yeah. So you, you go in there, and you basically you can uh, put in your you know it says you can search for a ride, and you put in the closest city, and yep. uh, and then it just lists up whatever's up there. So it's going to take a little while to get rolling. I did a quick search on uh, Christchurch, which is obviously where we from great place and there was a couple of rides on there i think they were more mountain bikes than anything so out i got and i um plotted long bays which is our sort of stock standard sort of medium distance ride for you know short course guys it's their, their long ride it's um you know anywhere between two and a half to three hours or yep. two and a half to three and a half hours depending on how quick you are it's kind of rolling flat for the first hour and then kind of rolling with a bit of hill work in there yeah and it's um one thing i did when i was plotting the map obviously um you know you can be as intricate as you like um i was kind of doing it relatively quickly and it, it estimated the distance at 69 k's uh and it's around about 75 but you know hey it, it shows the route where you go which is the main thing and um so i'm going to get on there a couple of times i think and i'll start plotting a few things out but uh but a good website and, and great if you if you're traveling anywhere and if you can um you know if enough people contribute i think it could be really really powerful it's a great website as well because yeah as john's saying as you're traveling and you go to different locations we all everywhere we are. There's always those rides, your local rides mm. that everyone knows about, and like long bays, short bays, long bays, Puriya, you know, and the gorges. They all seem to, in Christchurch. These are all the rides that we kind of do. And uh, you know, if you go to a new place and you don't know that, you know, you know, you're just gonna hope, and you know, you get, and then you end up riding through traffic, yeah, and, you know, and you just you don't have a miserable ride because you just don't know where you're going. And uh, if you can look, okay, I'm going to Sydney next week. You know, in Sydney, what are the good rides to do? And someone's actually done that. It's one of those websites that takes people to contribute. So John contributing has been really good. And uh, mm. 
I'm I'm a contributor. You are, mate. You know. Yeah. You really are. I'm, I'm just impressed with your effort. Yeah. Um. So we'll, we'll look to see one from one from you on there next week. Yeah, it's actually I've did long bays. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> under the under the alias John Newsom. Sixty nine k's it was. Uh, <laughs> and so, uh, but yeah. So if you guys can even do that around your own areas, maybe just everyone can do one. That's kind of cool. And then. Uh, over time, it's a kind of a tool that we can all use. Exactly. I am going to check in a second website. Oh, bloody hell. I am, because Ken <laughs> Wallace, he sent us through. Did you did I email this to you? No. Uh, it goes to YouTube, and it shows these guys. Um, wait a second, where is it? Ken Wallace. I didn't reply to Ken, so I'm sorry about that. I will reply to you. Well, I won't, because you want to show it. And uh, YouTube got bought today, apparently, by... Um, oh, did it get by Google? By Google. For, 1.6 I thought it was more than that, even. Oh, really? Maybe it was something ridiculous. Wow. Yeah. But apparently it costs millions of dollars a yeah, week to run the site. $20 million a year for bandwidth costs. Yeah. 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 But when you were Google, what's $20 million? Yeah. So Google, if you want to take us over, yeah. we're only $1 billion, So, <laughs> yeah. um, But anyway, yeah, so YouTube. And so Ken sent me through this link to YouTube. And it's these guys just mad riding through the streets of New York, racing through the streets of New York. Okay. They don't stop at the lights. It's just yeah. a death sentence. God knows how no one doesn't die. And I'll put it on the show notes um, on the website section on talk. And uh, go over watch. It goes for about seven or eight minutes, and you just think, oh my, you're just on the edgiest seat. It's very entertaining. So, must see YouTube, whatever that means. So, there you go. So, those are our websites, websites of, of the, the week. week. Plural. Plural. Coach's Corner. Mate, ma- you keep getting to the yeehaw. Oh, yeehaw. We do the country music. Super, super Kona special. Super Kona special. Right, oh, some Right. So I'm ho- hopefully Ben was going to see that. Oh, he's trying to <laughs> Still plagiarise my notes. That's um, right. Plagiarising. I did that at school all the time. <laughs> so I've just thought I'd uh, share a few experiences from Kona and, uh, and hopefully give a few tips for you guys that are heading over uh, or you may even already be there. Sitting there listening free at the Dell Internet Cafe at the, what's the name of that hotel? The King Kahamara. When, they, they an, when yeah. I was there, they didn't have that. I spent, it's honestly, free. I spent, when I was there, I would have spent, no lies, over 250 bucks on internet. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's, that's, that's actually a first tip. I didn't actually have it written down here. If you are taking a laptop or you want to get internet access, you go into the King the King Kahamara or whatever, you, however you say it, hotel. And they uh, last year, at least, they had a Dell Internet Cafe there. They probably only had about, I don't know, seven or eight terminals and you had, did have to cure a bit to get on them but they had uh, free wireless so and then they had all the codes and stuff there so that's tip number one yeah it's very cool because there's a lot of boredom um there's a lot of yeah because you're tapering so you're not spending as much time training and if you've got a crew there with you it's not so bad but um if you don't and you're kind of on your own the internet is kind of your lifeline isn't it so mm. Mm, it's so good there, tip there, there's, mate. there's a few other good internet cafes around but you'll just have to search them out there's one actually in the there's a shopping center kind of behind the hotel there's quite a good internet cafe there, nice and And quick, where the volleyball court is behind there, there was a really good one, but that was a couple of years ago now. They probably yeah. went under. <laughs> There's not much money in internet cafes. I don't know how they make their money, those internet cafes. Yeah. You, you hand gaming, over like that's a, what they tend to do, gaming. Oh, right. Yeah. You, make, yeah. you hand over a dollar, you've been like there bloody 20 minutes or so. Yeah. But anyway, we're gonna. I've sort of divided up a bit into a few different sections. Um, nice. So sort of traveling when you're heading over there, subsections, I like subsections. Yep. Uh, five to 10 days for the race, general tips, swim, bike, transition, and so on and so on. So I'm, I'm trying to keep them um, sort of Kona specific, not just giving general race tips. Should we, should we just do quick tips? Because you've got a lot of tips, mate. Oh, mate. You're, you're wealth of knowledge, aren't you? Was... Actually, back it up. Now, we got an email from someone. I, I could have to mention their name at some stage. And they said, I am so impressed with you guys' wealth of knowledge. Mm. That's just beautiful. You know? 
Whoever that we was. We like that. Jeez, you yeah. don't delete any emails, do you? Keep them all well, there for Gmail, storage. Well, Gmail, mate. Gmail, you don't have to. Ah. See, I've got 200... See? Mate. That's why I told you to get Gmail. Did nah, you get it? Nah, no. You're no, deleting your emails all the time. I'm <laughs> like his bloody mother, I tell you. <laughs> so, when you're travelling over... Um, we talked about this obviously with Emily a few weeks ago. You know, your hydration is important when you're traveling, um, especially important for conus. So make sure you hydrate um, before you travel, especially important on the tr- on the plane. And as soon as you get there, obviously, um, you know, keep on drinking. Um, one of the tips we had in, in our um, blog there was to try and get over there at least 10 days before the race. Um, it is going to vary quite a bit, and it's obviously a bit late to book your travel plans now and change them. Um, but for guys that are sort of perhaps thinking about this in the future, for Kiwis I'd be and, and Aussies and so on, I'd be recommending a minimum of two weeks um, to acclimatise. Um, for, for people sort of in the north of North America and, and for Europe where it may be a little bit chilly, uh, yeah, I totally agree, 10 days, um, and that, that should be sufficient time. If you're coming from uh, a slightly hotter climate, I think you can probably get away with a bit less. I'll do this one. Um, they, they will confiscate your CO2 cans, so basically your spray cans and all that kind of stuff at the airport. So don't take it. Or Especially on the way out from Kona, they do that a lot. Um, and what you'll find is if you go into the, one of the bike shops, um, what the hell's the name of the bike shop? I like to go to. It'll come to me later on. Um, they've actually they've, they've got all the, these canisters they give away to you free. Um, bike Works. Bike Works. If you go into Bike Works and you get anything done in there, they'll actually probably give you a free canister with any service because what happens is the airport, I think, must, must just bring them all along to them because when you're flying out of Kona, they, for some reason, they seem to be really strict with CO2 canisters. So, so don't worry about taking CO2 canisters. You can get loads over there and uh, you don't want to get any, any grief at airports and so on along the way. Like, that's a good example. Um, things that you maybe just don't have to take on a trip because you know you can get there. I suppose your bulky items, though, that yeah, expensive. I'd probably suggest taking your own energy products. Don't rely on getting them there. Yeah, sure, there's a few bike shops and places where you can get, you know, your gels and your drinks and so yeah, on. But if you um, always use one product. Yeah, but, you know, you, you don't want to. <laughs> high five or Pro 4, probably <laughs> Pro 4. Um, you probably want to take those with you because, you know, uh, there's obviously a mad rush on in there when you get there. Mm-hmm. Things like tyres. <laughs> One about the guys I was sharing room with, Neil Sharon, who uh, last year went over, got about a puncture every five minute, five meters of his bike rides, um, and he had to buy loads of tires. And uh, and yeah, so if you have got a cheap source of tires and tubes, you know, take those with you because uh, he he was down at the bloody bike shop every five minutes. And, and also make sure you check your bike thoroughly and, and your shoes and all those things. One thing I didn't do too well when I went to Kona was didn't check the underneath my my um, cleats. Yeah, my cleats, and they were a bit worn, and I. Um, yeah, I was on the verge of them breaking in the race. So, yeah. okay, so on to the uh, on to actual Kona specifics. Yep. Um, you know, hopefully, oh, there we go the again. again. <laughs> Not only has he dub- doubled up can the. I, can, uh, I just, can I just get rid of it? Yeah, oh. get, lose him. So that's, you're live. <laughs> you're live. You're live <laughs> on the show. I'm gonna have to ring you back. I'm doing the show. Oh, sorry, I'll ring you back in about half an hour. Okay, see you, boy. I'll just delete that bit. I'll edit that. Okay, we're going to yeah. roll on now. Okay, from number roll five to, to yeah. So, so ideally, if you have got there around about ten days before the race, you want to, probably the, as soon as possible. Uh, you want to try and get out and bike the back half of the course to Harvey. Um, it's the most technical technical part of the course, and and you know can be quite scary. Um, yeah, and I think one thing about that as well is that you don't realise how much of a climb it is. No. Yeah, no. and um, and I and I really think that you know. When you're in the race and you, you know mentally, if you haven't done that, because um, I drove it a couple of days beforehand, I was so glad I did because I wasn't going to bike that far from where I was yeah. staying, and um, and I didn't get a rental. My parents only came over like a couple of days before the race, so we jumped in the car and we were driving. I was so glad I did because 
it's just a slight incline, but it just goes on for quite a long time. And, and the winds out there can be incredible. So I think if mentally you know what you're coming... And maybe even turn around and drive a couple of times so you have a real good mental picture of what you're coming up against. Mm. Basically, as soon as you turn off the Queen K, um, then it starts to roll. But yep. that, that, that climb to Harvey is the key part. And it's um, up the whole time, isn't so it? So if you are there about 10, 10, 10 days out, um, probably a tip would be to go and park at, say, Waikoloa, uh, which where there's a nice little shopping complex, and then you can get cold drinks as soon as you finish. And then if you ride out from there, it's you know probably roughly three hours or so. So you can you can check out that back course. Yep. Especially important to check out those winds because it, it does get very 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 windy. Yep. Because you're um, so exposed. Yeah. Mm. So that's that's a tip on the you sort of bike training. Um, on the run, places you want to check out is go and check out the Energy Lab. It's sort of a very very critical part of the race. Uh, it's not just because of it's the Energy Lab, but yeah, you know, it is a little bit hotter out there, which does. Um, sort of drain you a bit more but it's also at that stage of the race when you know you're, you're probably two thirds or maybe three quarters of the way through the marathon and you're obviously getting tired just because it's an yep. Ironman and so it is a point where a lot of people really do crack and crumble to pieces so so I'd suggest you, you, you drive out there um, to, you can't actually drive into the energy lab um, but there's a place probably a few kilometres before the energy lab on your right hand side I think the police station might actually be up there yep. and if you drive up there you can park up there uh, and then if you run down and run along the Queen K and then run into the energy lab I'd strongly suggest checking that out again um, just so you you know what's coming because it is a bit of a descent into the energy lab it gets bloody hot and then you've got to run out again um, back up onto the Queen K and, and again mentally it's really good because um, there's that kind of persona or that um, thing around it you know the energy lab yeah. yeah the energy lab it's going to suck it out of you and all that kind of stuff and I think it's actually not as I didn't find it as bad as no. what it was it was actually after the energy lab I found hard yep. and uh, so yeah so I think if you could kind of just get that out of your head you know, and, it, and it's a good you know there's some good visual points so you can break the course down when you get into the energy lab you know you've got maybe a, a couple of kilometres downhill so you can sort of be focusing on right I've got to get to that corner and then you know you've got a couple of k's until you actually get to that turn yep. and I totally agree with what you're saying it's been re- it's really hyped up because in the pro when the pros race here if they're, if they're going head to head that that is where you're probably going to want to make your break on your competitor you know it's maybe mm. 10 kilometers to go and so that's really really and it's know. a hotter part of the day as well yeah. so because they're faster than most people so that's sort of some pre-race tips uh, probably my last one here um in terms of pre-race is uh and that that week before the race there's just ripped bodies everywhere and there's the most expensive and most amazing equipment you'll ever see anywhere in the world yeah just rolling up and down the streets i i it bamboozled me last year to see these people like running up and down the streets like three minute K pace. And I'm going, what are you idiots doing? It's two days before the race, so, hey, so don't get intimidated about by look. that. And that's exactly what I haven't got down here. It's a, it's a famous John Hallman's quote: "These people have all the gear but no idea." Mm. Um, so just don't worry about it. Just be confident in your build up, and uh, and you'll do fine. And, and body shape. And I think one thing to recognise as well is that. Um, it's kind of cool as well. Like I, I looked at it when I was there, and, and you know, at the times it was a little bit intimidating. And then I thought, oh, bugger, who cares? And then, um, but I think one thing that's really cool is just to recognise that you're kind of one of those people in a good way. Like you have the fit, healthy people who are really looking after themselves, and um, you know, respect that. And just you know, that's okay. You know, but that's don't okay. do but three minute K's down yeah. the street. Yeah. Top off. Yeah. You know? Well, your girls can, but maybe not the guys. That <laughs> <laughs> uh, was John. But <laughs> <laughs> Um, just some some general tips uh, when you get over there uh, try to keep your air conditioning off quite a bit yep. um, you know, especially at night yeah, yeah. It, um, which makes it harder to sleep but you've got to do it yeah so you know you don't want to not be getting any sleep but you know try to minimise the air conditioning try to spend a, a good amount of time outside um, again for your Kiwis and Aussies spend a little bit of time in the sun um, still lather up on that cream, the sun cream but um, just try to get a bit of sun on you 
because you're coming from our deep dark winter. Yep. Yeah, uh, you don't want to get sunburned before the race. No, I'm uh, I'm not going to harp on too much about the hydration. I have got that down here again, but you know, just always stay hydrated. Um, and remember what Em was saying about how you more about hydrating four or five days before the race is more important than race morning as such. So. You know, always be drinking probably more than eight glasses a day. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I've already mentioned this one, free internet at the nice. hotel. Um, there's a 25-yard pool in town, which is free. Again, Bevan and I love free things. I love the free uh, stuff. And it's, it's. I was really surprised that not that many people actually seem to use it. You no. know, every time I went in there, we'd only have um, two or three in a lane, maybe yeah. maybe up to four. But um, we went on, on good time in the morning. Uh, it's, it's very close to town. You can bike down there. It is a bit of a poxy pool, you know. The the, chlor- oh, the chlorine wasn't water wasn't water. great, but um, I got a funny story. You tell us, tell so us a funny I, story. I went, to the, I went to the pool, and uh, as you do, did a swim. It was pretty average, but yeah, for the race, swimming wasn't my strength back in those days. Now I'm so strong, and uh, so I went to the pool, and then I went and got changed, and I'm in the changing room. It was really quiet at the pool, so I didn't mind, and I was pretty much naked in the changing room, and I hear some talking. <laughs> I mean, they really sound like chicks. Oh, no. And I gone in the chicks changing room. Oh, no. so, so the listeners, look at the sign. Before yes. you, I tell you what, I've never ran so fast in my life. I whipped up my trolleys and away I went. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, but I don't think anyone saw. But if you go down to the pool, you know, you might see some superstars as well. And you yeah, can, yeah. And, um, it's kind of cool. They're usually pretty friendly. And that's the cool thing as well is before the race day, you do see like, you know, stars out training and that's really nice. So, you know, if you are there for, for a good, you know, a couple of weeks, I would suggest you mix in some pool swimming with your open water swimming rather than just doing open water swimming. Yep. You, know, you probably often get a, a better workout in the pool. Um, just a tip on supermarkets. I found the, the find the one up in uh, Kehoe, which is sort of down the far end of the course. You know, you've got to drive all the way down Alihi Drive and, uh, and then you go up the hill at the end. And the supermarket there is much better than the one in um, sort of Kailua. There's a couple of supermarkets in Kailua and I found the one down there. Much better variety and um, a little bit better price as well. Oh, nice. That moved so, out. Good tip there. Looking after all aspects, isn't it? All aspects. Okay, so let's look at it. Swim, race day. It's a big day. You wake up in the morning, you've got no sleep, you're nervous. Mm. Head on down to the swim. Yeah, so the swim, um, you've probably seen all the pictures. You jump in at the pier there. Um, you know, very, very scenic swim. There's, you know, it's a big crowd sort of surrounding you there. Um, really, a good buzz. I actually think there's a better buzz at Ironman New Zealand at Taupo than what there was in Hawaii, but yeah. hey, it's a pretty awesome swim where you can see the, all the fishies having yeah. a bit of a swim. Yeah, um, just turtles and yeah, that's pretty cool. But you know, the, the swim really is a swim. Um, you just need to be uh, ready for some chop, so it can get reasonably choppy. So I would suggest uh, when you're there during the week, is go, don't just go out when the, the water's really calm and if it's a bit choppy, go, oh, it's choppy, I'm not going swimming today. Um, get out there so you do get used to swimming in the, in the choppiness. Uh, it's very salty. Very salty. Very, very salty. So if you're not used to that, you know, it's also getting out there during the week will help you get used to that. Yeah. Yeah. But other than that, you know, it is a pretty regular sort of good old Ironman swim. Um, obviously, a bit more competitive than other races, so you probably will get a bit few more bashes. As Bevan makes some funny faces at me, and <laughs> <Did> you knows. <laughs> but um, you know, the swim's a swim, and uh, and just get through it the best you can. Draft your way through, so and then get out of the water. Transition, transition. Um, you know, have a good walk through the transition. Oh, um, it's one thing on the, the swim is they have a stupid boat there, which is for spectators, but they leave the motor on. So oh. did you notice it when you go around the, no. the oh and the fumes? <laughs> I don't know if there's anything you can do about that. Um, yeah, just but just be aware of when you're going to go around the big boat, which is kind of the halfway point of the swim, yeah. that uh, you may be coming across a few fumes. So maybe turn your head away from the boat as you breathe. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
my only tip, really tip for, for T1 is uh, just make sure you get a bit of sunscreen put on your back. You know, you don't want to get toasted out there and it only takes a few seconds to get some sunscreen lathered on and then uh, and then head out onto your bike. And also if uh, they have water, um, yes. fresh water. Good tip, see. Yeah, well, you know. You're part yeah. of the show, aren't you? Oh, I know, yeah, mate. I'm delivering today. Yeah. So, um, so when you come out of the water, they basically have hoses hanging down with fresh water just running through. Now, the pros aren't obviously going to stop and do that, but... You know, the an extra 10, 30, you know, 10 to 20 seconds. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no, I'd, I'd stop and do that just to get that salt off your face. Yeah. Um, and so you, when you're on the bike, it doesn't come straight into your eyes. So it's so a good tip, Bear yeah. Bev, and I'll have to add that. We, we need a pen, and I'll add yeah. that later on. You add that in, mate. Um, so so then we get on your bike. You're onto the bike. Whoa. Now, if you've looked at the course maps or if you've done the race before, the first section, um, you're really just sort of nipping through town. You're going up a little uh, highway um, and then a coming of back short through. short climbs. Very, very easy to go hell for leather here and... Uh, and Detonate yourself, and it's also very exciting because everyone's around. It's you know, all oh, crowds yeah. are there, and so everyone's cheering you on, and busy caught up in the hype of it all. Yeah, so just chill out in that period. Now, um, tips for you guys who are going there this year. Last year they were doing a huge amount of road um, road works on it. Um, very very bumpy and not the greatest surface road. They may well have hopefully completed it. They've had a whole year to do it, yep, uh, so sure. hopefully it'll be nice and smooth. But um, yeah, definitely go and check that course out as one of your little training rides. It's just a loop up a hill. Uh, and then you come back through town and then you head up onto the Queen K. So, so check that out. Um, and if it is bumpy, just, just be aware of that. And then you head out onto the Queen K. Um, Queen K is pretty straightforward, really. It's kind just of rolling, but isn't rolling. It? Yeah. Very, very fast surface. Very, yeah, very fast. Beautiful. That was the one thing I loved about Hawaii was the Tarsil. Yeah. And, uh, coming from New Zealand where our roads are absolutely terrible. Uh, it's just so nice to ride on. It really is. Very fast. Yeah. Um, so there's, there's quite a few small little undulating climbs. Yeah. Um, so my tips there would be just the sort of standard Ironman tips is uh, avoid really crunching gears when you're going up them. Just click it down a few gears, keep your cadence up and spin over them and uh, rather than really trying to muscle your way through it. Yep. Um, one tip on the aid stations, you know, pretty standard aid stations. They are a little bit longer in Hawaii. Um, you know, just always make sure you're getting plenty of fluid on. The Gatorade bottles, which is actually a comment I put on the, the, the blog, is they're really crap. You know, they're, yep. they're just those crappy ones you get from the store. Um, so just be aware you're getting the, getting them, and, and don't let that bother you too much. Uh, they will rattle around in your, your bottle cages a little bit, um, but they are pretty crappy. And and make sure if you haven't tried Gatorade Endurance before, um, really trial it quite. So is Endurance the one that's an even more advanced electrolyte formula, which tastes like crap. Yeah, and it's got a lot it's really more salty. It's good. It's got a lot more sodium in it, yeah, which is yeah, good, good for Hawaii. Yeah. Um, but you know you've got to make sure that you can. The so one thing you that. want to do is actually when you first get to Hawaii is get your hands on that stuff. And, oh yeah. And well, over the couple of ten weeks to two weeks, I mean ten days to two weeks, you're there. Um, you know, train with it so that your body's yeah. getting more. It's more palatable to you. I've got another tip here, a training tip. If uh, whenever you go out training, freeze your drink bottles and then just go out riding and they defrost. Nice. And then you keep you keep, you keep your water bottles a little bit cooler. I would almost say we are wealth of knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> Rolling on though, uh, we can't we can't <laughs> blow our own trumpets too much. I oh, know there's plenty left in me. <laughs> <laughs> Not blowing my trumpet. He <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, always goes too far. Fell oh. always take one step too far. Um, as with any other Ironman, always try to hold back. Um, one of the, in the fir- yeah. first third of the race. Yeah, and and people are gonna fly past you. Oh yeah, yeah, no doubt about it. It was funny because my Hawaii race wasn't my best race, but. There quite a few couple of guys I knew, and they flew past me on the right. I thought, "Cheapest creepers are flying," and we had quite a wicked headwind going out. And in the run, they blew up. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, you know, same principles, isn't it? It is the same principles. Um, so when you come off the Queen K at the end of the Queen K, you're uh, you're heading into the series of sort of rollers, and then you head up to Harvey, which we've already talked about. Um, look to keep your cadence up. 
uh, and just be prepared for, for the winds to really start to heat up there. Um, really important when you do start to get into those windy sections that you still drink. You know, it's seriously very, you know, you've really got to be holding on to your handlebars not to come off your bike at stages. Um, and so it's very easy to forget about drinking and just focus on what you're doing. But, but just mentally, just keep that fluid going in, keep the fueling going in, even when it's really windy. And in Hawaii, is the race where it's most important. Mm. I know for myself, I set a timer on my watch so that every, mm. I think it was 20 minutes, 15 minutes that I knew because I'd worked out how much fluid I need and needed and uh, I set it and you know so it beeps and you know okay you just have to do it and I think having something that makes it conscious in your mind is a really good idea in a place Mm -hmm. like Hawaii because you miss it once or twice and that can really hurt can and when as you're going through those little rollers there's sometimes a bit of shelter you know you have a bit of built up um, land on the side and then you get a bit of shelter from the wind so grab your drink bottle get some drink in there grab a gel or whatever else you're using and and get it into you yep Um, then you obviously head up to Harvey, which we've we talked about, um, and then you turn around and you come back down the hill. The, the Harvey descent, quite a long descent. Um, here's hoping you know you don't have too much wind because I know a couple of times we were out there training and you can often have a headwind going down that climb, and you've really got to work to get down the climb. Yeah. If if, if it isn't too windy, um, you know, spend a bit of time there, sort of recuperating and and getting some more fluid and and foods into you, um, and just relaxing. You know, maybe have a pee. Yep. If you're if you're a long time if you're a long time listener, you you will have heard our, our high five with, yep. peeing on the bike. Yep. We didn't back it up with peeing on the bike, but, <laughs> but uh, we we got the peeing it's on coming, the bike. It's, it's coming, don't worry, it's coming. <laughs> so really take that opportunity to to chill out a little bit, and then you've got a few more rollers before you head back to the Queen K. Yep. Um, what I say to a lot of the athletes I work with is when you get back to the Queen K, that's uh, sort of the opportunity where you can, if you're feeling good, to lift the effort a little bit. Yep. You know, you're good sort of two thirds of the way through the bike. And, and then you can pick it up. One thing I would really like to stress is it's, you know, be mentally prepared for 180 Ks of headwinds, which is what Bevan experienced yeah, like when, when I did it, there. Basically, we had headwinds all the way up, right up to the turnaround point. We didn't have headwinds coming down the hill, which got, we were flying, and I thought, yes, you know, because like, it yeah. went so hard going out. Then we got back onto the Queen K, and it was killer. It was worse coming back, so, and it was just a long, hard grind. And then, you know, it was, it was mentally, it was just so challenging, but you just had to, you know, just think, you know, okay, another 5Ks and just find it somewhere within your mind where you can, you know, you know, you've got to do the job and find a pattern and realize it's going to be a bit slower if that's the case and just accept that and just, you know, focus on the task at hand. You're, you're a broadcasting professional, Bevan, because he's leading on nicely to my next point. Oh, yeah. um, I tend to say to people not to use a bike speedo when they go to Kona um, because you're going to have so many periods where you are at a very, very low speed. Mm. Um, it can play on a lot of people's minds. Um, and I always tend to tend to say to people, you should really be racing on your know, either power, heart rate, or perceived effort, rather than looking at your speed and going, "I must ride at yeah. twenty miles an hour," yeah. um, because you know it's just the wind's going to play such a big part of that day. So, so I tend to say, don't use your speedo. You know, yep. definitely maybe still have it attached to your bike so you can look back at the information. Maybe don't have it on the the um, actual the speed, the, the speed yeah. or you could have it on the clock mode or whatever. Yeah. Um, and probably my final point on uh, just sort of on a nutrition one for um, as you're going through the day, um, I've, it's a lot harder in, in, in Hawaii when you're in, in very hot conditions to, to eat solids. That's, that's yeah. what I've found. Um, so again, practice those those in training. And and like Emily said a few weeks ago, maybe have a bit of a B plan if you're really struggling to get those solids in. You know, have a bit of a B plan for nutrition, so it's not going to be a panic and. You can't get them in. And also things like bento boxes aren't as good because they, the food gets so hot in there. Yeah. Um, you know, or having the food in the back of your pockets, which means you kind of have to use the aid stations a bit more. 
Um, just because I know for me, like I had a banana or something in my back pocket. Oh, I had, <laughs> <laughs> had like one bite and that was the end of that, I tell you. Yeah. So you, you, know, you know what it's like when the food's hot. So yeah. there's one thing. But just quickly, I just want to add, you know, the, the um, people at the aid stations, you know, for me, they're doing an Ironman themselves because the heat out there is unbelievable. And those guys oh, yeah. stand out there all day. So give them a smile, give them a bit of, you know, a bit of love and, uh, you know, some thanks because, you know, they just do such an amazing effort. Now, volunteers, you know, Ironman Corporation is making lots of money on yeah. every, every race. Those guys are hey, just out there volunteering. They get a t-shirt. They do get a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Pack it up. Pack it up. <laughs> transition uh, two. Transition two. Same tip as uh, transition one. Uh, make sure you put a bit of sunscreen on. Yeah, sunscreen is so important. Yeah. I mean, uh, when I was on the bike, uh, I, I tend to take a little sunscreen stick as well, and I'm actually applying a little bit to my lips and yep. nose as I'm going through. Yep. Um, so that's my transition tip. And then you're heading out onto the run. Um, Don't I panic in the transition as well. Yeah, just chill. Yeah. Make sure. sure. One thing I did in one of my Ironman races, I, was, I had all my normal nutritional pills, like my electrolyte pills and all that stuff, and I was in such a rush, I forgot to take them one time. And so, yeah. you know, really, maybe even just have a system that you know you're going to go through. And it was a good lesson for me to learn early on. Mm -hmm. um, I didn't do it in Kona, luckily, but... Um, yeah, don't panic. Just know what you've got to do and move on. Go back and listen to our episode where we did race planning. Yeah, yeah. Plan your race. Um, so heading into the run, and uh, <laughs> my personal preference in Kona is to wear more of a sort of just a visor. Um, so you got a little bit of open air on your yeah. your head. But I, I would suggest wearing some sort of yeah cap uh, cap on just to keep the sun off your face and a pair of sunnies. Um, I I'll normally give you a cap too. Do they? Yeah, well, they're oh, not mate. Saying. I didn't get that free extra. <laughs> Got it. I'm gonna have to go back. I gave it away to someone on the course. And then you, you obviously at the start of the run, you head out down Alihi Drive. Um, really try to enjoy this part of the course because it's the one time of the day where you're gonna have some reasonable crowd support. Yeah. Uh, and really just chill out. Try and find your rhythm. Keep those um, fluids and foods going in, and just enjoy that part of the course. I, I quite enjoyed it. Um, yeah. Check out the competitors coming the other way, and, um, and and don't stay too much in the zone. You know, sa yeah, save that. Happy, yeah, happy, yeah. happy times. Yeah. Sunday, Monday, happy day. <laughs> Just get that song rocking through your head. I wish we had the music Richie. here right um, There are a few little climbs, uh, just short ones as you're heading out there down Alihi. So, so just chill on them. Um, just try and shorten your stride a little bit as you're heading up them and keep your cadence up. And keep your body position really nice and tall, like through your posture. Exactly. And leaning into it a little bit as well. You make the turn at the little uh, little church there, the Mark Allen sort of shrine. Yep. And then uh, you head back into town the same way. And then probably the another one of the key parts of the race is when you head up to Palani Drive or Palani Road, whatever yep. it is. Uh, quite a decent climb there. Yep. Um, and again, you get a bit of quite a bit of support going up there. Again, just shorten your stride. And, and sometimes and they have um, again hoses, you know, um, like kind of little tinty things or what are pergolias or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And uh, they have like water coming down, so you can go in through those if you want. Cool. Um, so so get up that Palani. It's a, it's a make or break point of, um, during the race, and then you head on to the Queen K. And did I forget to tell you to keep drinking? Oh. <laughs> I've just got that in my notes. <laughs> did I forget to tell you that? <laughs> um, then you head out of the Queen K. You've obviously seen that part of the course when you're out there on the bike and you probably run along there. Um, have a bit of a mental mental game plan for the Queen K. It's bloody lonely and boring out there. Yep. Jesus, I was lonely out there. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Uh, there's, there's no crowd support. You've got the athletes out there and you've got the aid stations. And it's quiet. It's just yeah, quiet and it's... Yeah, it's quiet. Um, like I, for those of you, I'm pretty sure all of you have watched that David, uh, Dave Scott, Mark Allen DVD that we put on YouTube, and uh, that's why they could make so much money. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we need a cut. But anyway, <laughs> um, because we, there's that moment where they are on the Queen K, and it's it's a beautiful moment where it's really silent, and uh, just you just hear their feet pounding, and it's kind of like that. Yeah. If we're everyone there, you know, there's we're all tired, we're all over it. You've got another 10k to go, and yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's a tough, tough, tough Great. time. That's what it's all about. 
you head out on the Queen K and then you dip down into the Energy Lab and we've sort of discussed the Energy Lab. It is a pretty um, crucial part of the race, um, more so because, you know, it does get a bit hotter and yeah. it's also just that stage of the race when you're, you're uh, starting to get a little bit frazzled. So again, you want to have some, some mental sort of notes there in yep. terms of how you're going to deal with that. Um, and at this time here, it's, it's a good time to evaluate uh, are you, how do you feel? Do you want to try to put more speed in into a last bit or is it just about trying to hold on to the end? Mm. Um, coming out of the Energy Lab, you know, you've got probably what, 10k, 10K or so. 10k, and it's it's up. Most of it's up, so yeah. it's actually quite a hard run coming in that last 10k. And so for me, I was actually starting to shorten up, and I really didn't want to stop on the run. Yeah. One of my goals was to not have to walk on the run, and I knew that if I tried to push, I was going to blow up because I was just on that. I was starting to cramp. I was on the edge, so I reevaluated where I was, and I just thought, okay, well, let's just get to the end. And uh, and I think by doing that, it was a smart decision because I would have blown up, and it would cost me more time anyway. Exactly. And it's, it's just a good time to evaluate where you're at. What's mm. the plan till the end? If you're feeling good when you come out of the energy lab, that is the time when you're doing it. Yeah, and you will pass up. a lot of people if you have. If you're feeling good, go for it because mm. you'll pay, make so many places. Mm. Yep. Um, and then you sort of head back along the uh, Queen K, and then you basically make your turn to go down Palani Hill. Um, now I would stress if you're going to make, you know, you're, you're really feeling great and pick it up before you get to Palani Hill and I probably wouldn't suggest hammering it too hard down that hill or you'll just lock up like you wouldn't believe yeah. you're really cramped to, to pieces so I'd probably just be a little cautious coming down Palani and then you sort of make your turn you probably got a, a mile or so on the flat probably about two or three it's, it's, it's a bit more than I thought really? Well, maybe I was just over it by the end. <laughs> I was over it. Yeah. I was running out. I was running along and there was this guy in front of me and he was uh, he must have been at least 60 and I was going, what? <laughs> what is going on here? And then you come to this point where you make the turn um, to head back to the sort of finishing yeah. shoot and thank God he kept going straight. I said, I'm not having to sprint finish with this fellow. Oh. <laughs> so he'd only just started and I was wondering why oh, he passed okay. me. Okay. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. you know, you're coming down there and then once you get onto the flat, then just open it up and just yeah. give it everything you've got and you'll get the crowd behind you in and that last Enjoy it, mile. man, because you basically you come onto the, what's, what's the main road? Alihi uh, Drive. Alihi Drive. You come on Alihi Drive and there's people everywhere and it's, it, like it's probably one of the biggest highlights of my Ironman career so far and just running down there and I really I didn't actually sprint I just kind of absorbed I actually took it easy and just kind of took the moment in and yeah. uh, I grabbed my daughter and she ran across the line with me and um, yeah it's, it, you know we've, you work so hard and you give up so much of your life to achieve this moment and you know really really you know even if you haven't had the greatest day you know like you know? and Albert Boyce I'm not going to be there to ruin your uh, finishing shot this year what did you, did did you, he was did you run in front of someone, did you? Yeah, he was actually catching me, and, oh. he, and he, he was about five, five metres behind me, and so you see the finishing video and my, his finishing picture, and I'm in there. So oh, I nice. won't ruin any shit nice. this year, Albert. There you go. Um, there you go. I told you, mate, that's why I only had two questions there. We're up to an hour already. Okay, so we'll send out two. So, yeah. so there we go. So that's our Hawaii tips. Yeah, great. Um, <clears throat> if anyone else does want to add any more tips, you can still go onto our blog and do that. And, uh, yeah, obviously, many people haven't done Hawaii. So, um yeah, that's our Hawaii tips. Questions and answers. Wait a second. Let's questions and answers. Okay. We've got lots of questions this week. We've got two. <laughs> I've, I've put a plenty on hold. Okay, but Ray got in there. Ray got in there. And Paul from Oxford, he Paul. might be a tray talker because those tray talkers love getting on the show. Yep, so here we go for our Quick Paul. question for you, John. Oh, and John. Uh, from your knowledge and experience, how yeah, can you rank okay. various official Ironman events? Would you say, which would you say is the hardest course and what's the easiest? Um, probably the easiest thing you can go and do is just go and look at times. And that's probably going to give you a pretty good indication on how hard the courses are. Um, you know, Obviously, Hawaii is probably uh, right up there as, as one of the toughest, along with Lanzarote, yep. um, just because it's so uh, hilly and windy. So those would probably be the two sort of uh, toughest off the top of my head. Uh, Ironman UK, that's not exactly a, a quick day at the office. Pretty pretty rolling. Um, 
in terms of the probably the quicker ones you know the easier yeah. ones are probably like austria is probably one of the faster ones um it is interesting because we've got roth and roth is very very fast but uh it's interesting they haven't had another roth the ironman corporation haven't released one that's kind of mm. like an eight hour you know pretty much you can go eight sub eight. every year yeah, yeah. So yeah, probably the best advice, Paul. Just have a quick look through all the Ironman races. Have a quick look at the uh, the times people do, and you, you'll generally see the the quick the quick the quick ones are generally the easiest ones and the well, slow so, ones. Look, are... John and I haven't. Like I've done four Ironman. I'm spend my fifth one coming up next, and mm-hmm. I um haven't done. Um, the, I've pretty much done New Zealand a lot and Hawaii once, and uh, you know, because you did South Africa. What was it like? South Africa. That was a different course. They've used, they used a few years ago. That was uh you know it wasn't particularly challenging. It's nice to have some hills on the bike. Yeah. Um, and different Ironmans have really different challenges, you know. Say, say Lanzarote is very, very hilly on the bike, so it's, it's slow times. But you know, say you go somewhere like Kona or Malaysia, where it's really the heat that's going to get you. Yeah. So in New Zealand, it's more like the roads, and it's a little bit yeah. rolling. Yeah. And so, even the marathon in New Zealand's just rolling, and it's still not huge rolls, but you know, yeah, you've done. Beats you up. Yeah, really, it's hard work. So yeah, I suppose they all present their own little challenges, don't they? Yeah. So there's, there's no, I wouldn't say there's any easy Ironmans. Um, there's probably easier places to qualify and that's really a case of just doing some number crunching and going through seeing how many slots there are yep. um sort of seeing history uh, yep. so there are easier places to qualify florida is a particularly uh, is a pretty fast course um yep. because probably because there's a lot of drafting yeah but uh yeah so thanks for that question Paul. so then ray came up with another question and uh our feeling on indoor training using turbo for yeah, I was going to answer this quickly, and I'll probably um, go into it in more detail in Coach's Corner one day when I get around to doing maybe specialising on, on wind trainers. Yeah. Uh, I think wind trainers are fan- a fantastic training tool, especially for doing technique work um, and sort of economy work, uh, doing some one-legged work, spinning, things like that. Um, I think they're fantastic, and I think you can gain a lot out of them. So, so I would definitely say uh, it's a and, very, very useful tool. Because he's asking tool. about the iMagic virtual reality system. Now, these I imagine, I, I don't know that particular brand, but I'm thinking those are the ones where they have probably the, like CompuTrainer yeah, sort Compu of thing. Yeah, yeah. And so, um, yeah. yeah, fantastic. I think I think they're they're an excellent tool, um, especially that you know most people uh, do have a fairly big off season yeah. um, where you, you are forced inside. You know, we tend to train outside pretty yeah, much all year, but there are plenty yeah. of days in the winter where. You know, I'd love to have a compu trainer and get on there and crank out a few hours. So I think the way the compu trainer could be, I haven't really used it a lot to be honest. But I, when I do do wind training sessions, I'm not a big fan of wind trainers and using them because I just get so bloody bored. And uh, I think something like the iMagic or compu trainer would be great because it's that motivation aspect to it. You know, yep. they obviously set something that you're trying to achieve while you're doing it, and mm. I really like that aspect to it. Um, but wind trainers, you know, keep those workouts. I generally say to around about an hour. Yeah. Um, and then you can break it up. You know, a, a typical session, I'd give somebody be do a bit of a warm up, then do plenty of one legged work, and then do some spin stuff, um, and then do a bit more one legged yeah. work. Uh, the one legged work is fantastic. And what one of the things you should be listening to when you're you're doing your your turbo trainer is. Uh, you want to be having a constant hum coming out of your wind trainer. Um, you, you know, one of the things you're working on is trying to do nice, even circles. So rather than going up and down, yep. you're sort of trying to listen for those nice, even circles, and, forward, and that's where, down, and that's where doing the one-legged work can can really work. So, so I'm a big fan of wind trainers. So, so especially for off-season. But I think that's a really good point. It, it really isn't about an hour because it's not a way yeah. to do your endurance rides. I once did four hours on a wind trainer. And- it's it's tough. Never again. Yeah, yeah. It was just painful. So there we go, mate. I told you it's one hour six. We um just quickly we were gonna do which we will do this next week or maybe the week after next after Hawaii we'll do um the product review on the Carmichael training systems one that I did. Oh yeah, yeah. Yep. We actually got some feedback from someone regarding that and they really liked it and and I got some good points on it as well. So we'll we'll do that as a product review center mm. at some stage. 
So that's the end of the Kona Super Special. Oh, it was a super special too, I tell you. One hour, seven minutes. Well, oh, it's going to be one hour, ten by the time we've wrapped right. up. So anyway, so what are you up to, mate? What, what am I up to? What am I? I've got a little training camp this weekend. I'm taking the Canterbury Tri Club. Oh, nice. Way for training camp. So I bike up to Hamlin. I'm combining my own personal training. Oh, is it this weekend? Yeah, so I bike up 150k on Friday and then uh, have a little Friday. camp on Saturday and then bike back 150k on Sunday. We're looking forward to that. I was going to join you, but I don't know if I can now. Yeah. Um, I got a um. Oh yeah, and then what else? <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. What, uh, what else? Um, no, just ticking away my training. Yeah. Yep. Nothing else too exciting, I don't think. No. No. I've been doing this uh, cycle series called the Trek Eight, which is uh, pretty much South Island, which is bottom part of New Zealand. Uh, it's kind of for the elite cyclists, and I've been doing it. There's a series of eight races, and it's pretty intense. And this weekend's the last race, and it's very exciting because two teams there's only one point between oh, the right. two, and so it's going to be a real aggressive. You race. and benchmark, is it? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Us and Beastmark. So, uh, so I'm really looking forward to that this weekend, and it'll be really, really aggressive, and it's just a great. You know, we're doing 140, and it'll be 140 of hell. So, looking forward to that. I was talking to Ted this morning when I was out with Karen and Ted on the bike, and he's saying he loves listening to the show, but he's on a Windows 98 machine, and uh, you can't, you can only get the latest show from our website. So, I, I one thing why we never really mention, and we should mention, is that for those of you who do only listen through it um, through our website, and it seems that we've noticed lately that this is the numbers have gone up hugely in this department. So um, you can actually get RSS. Now I'm not sure how this works, but one thing you need to do is you need to go to dub 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 or http double dot slash slash. Yep, Ironman Talk. Now this is Ironman Talk dot Libsyn L I B S Y N dot com, and a, you can get all the old shows on this website. So there's a little grey pod word. So for um, for those of you who can get all the episodes from iTunes, I should say, um, there's a little pod word next to the episode title. If you click on that, that will actually show the different shows. So that you can get hold of all the old shows. I think if you click on the RSS, then it will, you'll have to subscribe to it. Now, I'm not sure if this works. So maybe someone can try that and give me some feedback. I'm not sure for those of who are on Windows how you actually get the subscribe unless you have iTunes. Now, iTunes is a way of doing it, but I don't think iTunes works on Windows 98. So, Ted, uh. get a new computer. Well. <laughs> <laughs> and get a Mac because you got iTunes with it. So, um, But, yeah, so for those of you who are unsure of that, um, I know I know on some of the forums that people will give the Libsyn link as a way of getting the older shows. So that's one way of doing it. And uh, and just try see if you can subscribe to it and then give me some feedback on that and then I can tell everyone else on the show. Um, you got any email questions coming up for next week? We will do email questions next week. Yeah, we will do. We'll have a we'll be doing a bit more Kona building, oh, and uh, yeah, we'll bring out a few more questions. I think. Yeah. Okay. So next week we might do a bit of focus on questions. So if you have more questions, and for those of you who sent through questions this week, we actually got some great questions this week. So we'll cover those next week. Um, so ironmantalk at gmail.com check out our website www.ironmantalk.com for show notes you guys are good this week for clicking on the ads oh nice yeah, I like that we, we got a little bit more than last and we're week we're going to have we might have some sponsors coming on yeah, board yeah yeah we're very excited we're in talks with some sponsors and uh so uh, we're trying to look for sponsors that can add value to the things that you guys do so we don't just want to put anyone on here to make you know make us money it's not about that about yeah. what's good for you. There's not going to be any porn. There's not going to be any casinos up there. Or well, we have like got casino on there. Oh, we have. Yeah. <laughs> not going to be any no porn. cigarettes. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, uh, yeah. And so, um, yep. So, look forward to bringing those guys on board. And uh, anything else? Uh, I think that's just about a wrap for today. Well, wait a second. John's coaching website. Oh, yep. Triathloncoach.net. Although John's getting so busy, aren't you? I'm a little busy at the moment. <laughs> He's a busy coach. Busy coach. I mean, he's good. Actually, John and I went over my uh, training routine the other day, and he's just stepped it up again for me, and it's uh, it's 
It's going to be a big duel coming up soon. Yeah, we've got Evan's going to want to take down the coach. The coach and the coach and the, and the student are doing a race together in about what eight weeks? Yeah, it wouldn't, wouldn't be that far. It's uh, late November. Late November. I get to get my running legs on. I'm getting my. That's the exciting thing this week. I'm getting my ergamo. Yeah, that's pretty getting cool an ergamo. Song. I'm looking forward to that. So yeah. I'll I'll look forward to updating everybody on that. Nice. Um, there was one other thing. Oh, we're going to have a big week coming up, October the 30th. Yeah, big week training. I've scheduled our big week. I was looking at it. We're going to do like a nine-hour ride on the Tuesday, aren't we? On the, it's a Monday. Monday. Monday is Triple Long Bays. Which if you want to go on their website and you'll be able to see. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be about 230Ks. That's the opening oh, up. Yeah. We're going to Bring follow on. up the next day with about 160. Yep. Wednesday will be, uh, I can't remember what I had Wednesday. It'll be interesting that next day hours. because we'll be doing the show that day as well. We'll be a bit tired. Oh, <laughs> so. yeah. Oh, yeah. It'll be a short one. It could be a toughie. Anyway, we're going to leave you to it. You guys get out there and train hard, train well, and uh, bring on Kona. And uh, Good luck to everybody going. Yeah, yeah, good luck. Bring it on. See you at the same time, same place next week.